Many managers talk about endless meetings in their organizations. You look at any manager's calendar for the day and you'll find it is packed with back-to-back meetings. And managers don't have time to focus on activities that matter the most to the organization. In fact, a lot of team members also feel their bosses do not give them time because they're always busy in meetings. Now, in order to find out how the senior managers felt about uh, you know meetings in a day, we at Vector Consulting Group did a survey with them in a range of industries. And we found out the following findings, which are really interesting, I think. About 62% of the people we interviewed said that uh, they're not able to complete their work on time because they have so many meetings. About 73% of the people said uh, that the meetings are not really productive or efficient as much as they would like them to be. 66% of the people also said that they're not able to give time to matters that really needed uh, deep thinking or a lot of time because of the meetings in the day. And 65% said that they missed the opportunity to bring the team closer because of these meetings. Now, recently, Elon Musk also talked about the need of avoiding frequent and large meetings in his organization. This was widely appreciated, but not many organizations adopted these principles. To look on the other hand, I remember a manager who said something to me, and I quote, if the alternative to more meetings is more autocratic decision-making, less input from all levels throughout the organization, and fewer opportunities to ensure alignment and communication by personal interaction, then give me more meetings anytime. So then are meetings really helpful or are they a killer of managerial productivity? Many managers intuitively know about these wishes in meetings. They attend many meetings where they have nothing to contribute, but they're still a part of it. And I'm sure you would agree to it, right? But at the same time, they also remember that meetings where meaningful discussions led to a decision which otherwise would not have been taken. But then the problem really is the effectiveness, which is only known after the end of the meeting. So we have many schools of thought which make a case in point on both sides of the table. How does one really get out of that meeting dilemma? Should one avoid it or should he really have it? For the discussion, we have Satyashri Mohanty with us, director at the Vector Consulting Group, who spent the last few decades in researching and developing solutions to enhance managerial productivity, more so in environments like uh, engineering, R&D, software development, where workflow is primarily executed by skilled human beings. So let us welcome him and ask him, how do we get out of this dilemma of doing meetings or not doing meetings? Hi, Satya. Welcome to the CounterPoint podcast. Hi, Subham. I would say very well verbalized conflict. Are meetings helpful or are meetings not helpful? And there are two schools of thoughts. Yeah. It looks like a necessary evil. Yeah, I, I, I am I'm really intrigued because, you know, you, you ask anyone and they would come back and say their days are packed with meetings, but you have to do them, you have to go to them. So it seems like, you know, the meeting seems to be useful and useless at the same time, which is sort of a paradox, I would say. And I think because of this dilemma, organizations continue with the status quo. So my question, my, what I want to start with is, is there a way out of this puzzle? Yeah, Subham. So if uh, if you look at meetings, I would categorize them into two types. Okay. One is a meeting which is what I call as review of numbers. Okay. And second is where you try to solve a problem using the collaborative approach. Right. Okay. So if you look at a review meeting of numbers and then typically what happens. So you, like a sales meeting, like a sales review. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you look at, if you have ever attended a sales review and people put up the target or the budget and they say why the 
numbers have are looking bad let's say if the numbers are bad and then you have all kinds of narratives being put across in the room and uh, you would find out that some people agree to those narratives some people say it is just an excuse yeah uh, you have not uh, these narratives are not correct you're just pulling a fast one so people use all kinds of debates arguments and and finally i believe those meetings are not really helpful hmm. a meeting is helpful when you learn something okay or or if it is helpful if you control something right you control a variable from going out of out of whack so you say that that that's where a meeting is helpful i believe all this review meetings which is review around numbers where after the period a fact has happened and you try to try to answer question why it has happened hmm. i think in, in a group setup and looking at all these end outcomes whether it's cost or it uh, it's uh, sales i think such meetings are a plain waste of time because it leads to defensive behavior it leads to blame shifting and end of the day everybody is tired out and uh, and that meeting does not add value to anybody in the organization and in fact i have seen uh, in in cases where people have a prior meeting hmm. before this meeting so if the if the review meeting is held by let's say a top notch guy in the organization yeah. everybody would have a prior meeting where they would uh, you know set up the script yeah before they go up to that bigger meeting how the narrative would be throughout the actual meeting yeah yeah so what do you achieve it it looks like a very harmonious meeting because everybody is kind of uh, you know well scripted out uh, nobody tries to um, you know pull a wrong button hmm. and then meeting ends harmoniously let's say it, it that also does not add value okay so i believe anything that is to do with um, asking the question why the numbers have not been met those kind of review meetings which is i think is plenty in organizations yeah there are many and uh, i think those are non value adding they they don't add value in any way but that's that's quite a strong claim and we'll come back to it satya because uh, sales meetings are endless and probably the most favorite of every organization right and uh, like i said probably a necessary evil but we'll find a way out but before that what you're saying in this discussion until now are you are you saying that the purpose of meetings should only be to solve problems or or issues yeah so I'll, let me put it the why i think the meeting is required right because you put forward a conflict saying meeting is not required and meeting is required yeah so i'm trying to classify two situations where we can identify where it is required where it is not required so i just described an environment where i feel it is not required mm. okay beat up a uh, sales review or a project review uh, you know why the project is late and then you have all kinds of defensive behavior coming in uh, those are those are absolutely wasteful in in organizations okay but let's look at the japanese concept of gemba right where when you have let's say a, a quality issue hmm. they say let's get together at the place where the problem is happening and experts get together and look at the problem and try to understand each other's interpretations okay and reach a reach a solution now that's a very useful meeting why because if you don't have this meeting this collaborative understanding or or reconciling in differences in interpretation would happen over an email hmm. right and and when an expert is writing a email and and in sending it to the other expert he reads it makes his own interpretation writes another mail and then this guy again replies it's a back and forth endless email chain yeah and and that could take a lot of time but if those two people get together and discuss everything out understand each other's assumptions they might reach a solution much faster than let's say uh, not meeting and and trying to do it through a 
email or a, or any other social media platforms like a whatsapp uh, that obviously is very terrible but even if you are using email you will not be able to collaborate effectively why because there are assumptions in the minds of people and you need to challenge each other's assumptions right and often i can't verbalize you know uh, well what i'm thinking and what i'm writing are you know sometimes very different as well correct for example let's take the uh, topic where uh, let's say a cfo says the inventory is high but the head of operation says inventory is not all that high right yeah now you'd better have both of them come together where each guy might say you know i am looking at this inventory and you say no 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 the way i looked at inventory was different right the, the cfo might say i looked at the inventory uh, using this non moving then this guy saying no no non moving is not my creation so i'm not looking at it please exclude it and look into the inventory so you have a much better clarity on what both of them are looking at hmm. reach a conclusion and then maybe you know also look at solutions for, for that solution you might also want to have uh, let's say the the r&d team there or maybe the purchase team out there so right. you start looking at solution you need that uh, conversation because that conversation reveals hidden assumptions which cannot be you know deciphered from email even if it is deciphered it'll take a lot of time yeah so the conversation cuts down those iterations um, and, and and you can reach conclusion about reality much faster and that is why i say that uh, if you are looking at collaborative problem solving meetings are great right i think i i i understand what you're saying uh, and this makes it very clear because you know such problems can have different thoughts different viewpoints different assumptions different ways of looking at the problem as well and therefore the collaborative approach makes a lot of sense and therefore the meetings make a lot of sense but let's get back to the second part of the meetings others what i call as a wasteful meetings yeah yeah the review of numbers and again yeah. i think if not more than 50% at least 50% of the meetings are review of numbers right correct so are you suggesting to do completely away with those review meetings absolutely absolutely <laughs> so uh, let me uh, now this might sound very shocking yeah but um, it is <laughs> you know when you when you say get rid of the numbers i think the immediate fear comes in mind is how do i control exactly that's right? what my question is for example the only way i control sales is by looking at sales as compared to a budget right and and then ask questions but i have a claim here if you ask any experienced uh, sales head and 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 you try to say that do this meeting really give you a control so let's try to define the word control control means that you are able to intervene at the right time proactively before the damage is done exactly lack of control is after the damage is done you are trying to find out a, a narrative that you are not agreeing and 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 all those fights right that, that's that's not control that is a that has a illusion of control because you are able to shout down a guy let's say but that's not really control because the damage is done yeah real control is if you prevent a damage from from happening in the first place then you know you are in control so i believe all these uh, numbers right which are um, typically these numbers are the pnl uh, numbers profit and loss statement or the balance sheet items they are all lagging indicators right you really do not have much control when you are looking at it post facto because the damage is done it has hit the um, hit your um, uh, you know the pnl statement right what can be done better for example let's take sales and uh, in fact we are working with a client they don't look at sales the entire sales in a b2c environment is broken up into a dashboard or daily dashboard of 7 to 8 parameters which is around daily reach daily range what is the um, what is known as the the tlsd okay yeah 
and uh, let's say the productivity of the uh, the sales guy so we are looking at seven or eight parameters on a daily basis right so it is the company is digitally wired to give you all the enabling parameters on a daily basis right now when you look at the plot at a daily basis you are able to find out which of these parameters are going out of control right right yeah and and you might look at okay this parameter and this parameter this parameter is going out of control so you intervene again when you are intervening you are not intervening why didn't i get the number you are trying to find out what is the reason right so again you are actually trying to do a problem solving uh okay right so i would say that what companies need is a a digital dashboard on many parameters collected daily okay and 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 you see this instead of seeing just sales you might want to see six or seven Uh, parameters that is collected and and you analyze that you should understand when these parameters are going on a wrong side that means you should know the trend lines and you should be ability of when this is out of range right and and whenever that happens right you you still are going to find out a why when you want to find out a why and and you want a solution you call the team and 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 do a, again a gemba which is the you know problem solving so anyways you need problem solving uh, meeting and that is definitely value adding and such meetings people are not defensive people are trying to find out how we can solve a problem obviously there is a particular culture of conducting that meeting hmm. you have to follow certain ground rules you cannot uh, you know blame people you are not asking questions as to you know who is uh, who has done this rather than what has happened and why it has happened so you you need to create that environment where people do not feel evaluated or, or threatened then you can have people giving all kind of reasoning then you find out which reasoning is flawed and so you everybody uses a grammar of proper reasoning or all its people come with data and and then they say that okay this is where we think the reality is and or maybe they might say let's do another meeting because we don't have enough information right so what you're trying to do here is solve a problem come out with a solution right and those meetings as i said is is value adding so actually your numbers meeting can eventually be converted into a problem solving meeting okay so at the end everything becomes a problem solving meeting right i'm 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 sure the sales managers right now are thinking what is this guy is saying because half of my day is spent in reviewing numbers but then how you have converted or translated that into a more uh, collaborative problem solving uh, you know meeting is what makes sense to me okay so let us look at this uh, how do we how do we set the guidelines you said there are guidelines there are uh, ground rules that have to be set for such meetings what are those ground rules what are those guidelines if you can highlight them a bit yeah so so the first ground rule that i said is uh, nobody is allowed to blame okay okay so big big rule i would say yeah it's a big rule you are not allowed to to blame the second rule is people use uh, sound reasoning skills so if you do not have reasoning skills you are not allowed to be part of that meeting so you got to use sound logical reasoning skills you cannot talk in terms of rhetorics hmm. so that's the the second rule and the third rule is agree that you do not know you might say that i do not know it's okay we might have the next meeting hmm. right you can say collectively we don't know and that's a big achievement in that meeting is we don't know collectively let's go and find out and let's have another meeting around let's if you apply these three guidelines right you should be able to do a much uh, better meeting where people are trying to think reason out and, and 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 try to find out what has really happened 
so satya uh, but you know if we only focus on problem solving meetings even then we'll have so many problems and we have so many problems across the organization that those number of problem solving meetings itself becomes so much that you know you still occupied throughout the day with these kind of meetings so then how do you solve that problem because then you'll have a lot of problem solving meetings so uh, very very important is if you look at organizations uh, there are lot of the issues that should not come up in the first place particularly if you look at let's say an organization where the core processes are very very fragmented right that means it generates issue just like that okay just because it is very fragmented uh, if you can give us example like for example if you take a, a let's say a made to order company right okay. made to order the core process is you know let's say buying material production scheduling and dispatch okay now around this if this is highly fragmented and there are lot of contentious issues around there right then your entire day anyway you know this this kind of firefighting meetings happens where they don't solve the problem permanently but they do a patchwork let's yeah. let's do this jugad and and somehow get things out of the door right if you say this as problem solving then then also people are busy doing that and we don't want those kinds of meeting right for that that's why the core processes has to move into autopilot right which means that for buying regular production scheduling things getting out of the door the processes should have the intervention should be minimal yeah a very good flow it things moves on autopilot it's not that everything comes out of the month end with a huge effort if you if you have that kind of a fragmented process with a, with a very um, i would say a, a bulk output coming in a very short period then you need a lot of these meetings to just make the flow happen right so if you move things on to autopilot your core processes move into autopilot and there are different solutions available for different environments to make things under autopilot then what happens is you know you have bulk of the issues don't even get generated in the first place right things happen on on autopilot it's like and i think that is one of the strengths that we implement as well you know we we put the core processes on yeah we we try to set the the core processes are are, are streamlined and and they move into autopilot so a lot of issues don't get generated in the first place right so then but then exceptions do happen it's not that yeah. it's really we use the word autopilot to mean that the intervention would be minimal but it's not really really autopilot right murphy will hit yeah there are there are exceptions that happen but we should also have a hierarchy of issue resolutions not everything should go up to the top management so you said there is a issue resolution hierarchy that these kind of issues which is let's say happening which is if not resolved by let's say 3 days it moves to this layer if not resolved by one week it goes to this layer so that we don't oh, nice. make everybody busy so we have what we call a cadence of these kind of uh, you know meetings uh, set if it would for issue resolution right you can you can do that right yeah. and and there are I- these issue resolutions um, at times you have to do uh, to to do a patchwork right to just solve the problem temporarily that is also problem solving but uh, it's a patchwork to just see that you know things just um, you know manage on that moment the day is somehow closed yeah yeah so so that's still a problem solving but i would call it a issue resolution uh, patchwork but there is a bigger uh, meeting where we say okay let's find out the root cause and, and 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 solve it permanently let's prevent this issue from happening in the first place hmm. right which is again a problem solving which is more at looking at the root cause so those meetings are also evaluating so everywhere if you if you try to put your core processes on the autopilot you would not need so many of problem solving meetings 
but still they would happen so you try to create filters of various layers who's going to intervene when then you reduce um, that load and you differentiate yes there will be some kind of a expediting or a patchwork approach towards problem solving and that also requires a collaboration hence a meeting is required and then there is this uh, you know let's look at the root cause and 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 try to solve the problem permanently which is the next level of meeting so this is the way to reduce the load of the meeting in fact in organizations where we have implemented this all their the number of meetings have come down drastically wow okay and whatever meetings are held okay they are held for what we call as problem solving so hence at times those meetings um, go beyond the stipulated time at times right because they want to because the agenda was to solve the solve the problem right so if if they find out that you know they are on the verge of solving it they would extend the meeting it's not that you know one hour is over let's yeah, yeah. let's finish the meeting so because there is something else to catch up so if you if the organization does not have this kind of a back to back back to back meetings you can mm. take one of them and, and 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 try to see that the objective is met till the time nobody goes out of the room or if we can right. say okay we are not able to reach anywhere so let's have another meeting that's separate but you don't end a meeting just because you have to catch another meeting Hmm. Yeah, that's that's exactly a practice that is there. Yeah, yeah. That that's really bad because you are not focused. You are just trying to say how do I move to the next meeting. Hmm. Then what was this meeting for? Did it really achieve the objective? Right. And and when you have a back to back meeting, you tend to do that. So basically, you have not solved a single problem. You just shifted from one meeting to another meeting to another meeting. But if you ask after you uh, while going back home, if you ask yourself, did I really reach anything anywhere? as a logical conclusion the answer would be no i just moved from one meeting to the other meeting right hmm. and that's really bad lovely right i think uh, that that really helps and that it really targets and addresses all the problems around meetings that we have you're very right we move from one meeting to another trying to just make sure that we attend all the meetings so yeah so what i was saying is that it sounds really idealistic and do you really think that this can be implemented well in any organization actually most of the organizations implement this in in pockets uh, for example if you look at any kind of a product uh, discussion if you look at a company which is into technical uh, product which is there is a lot of innovation happening there so the technical discussions also focus you know the, the, they they tend to analyze like that right it's just that the managerial problems they don't analyze like that so you got to wear that hat of a scientist Hmm. okay in order to do that and it is possible i'm mean, i yes you are right i mean there are some cultures they are so bad it's all about you know get me the number i don't care how you achieve it otherwise get lost yeah. you know if you have that kind of a culture then obviously it becomes very difficult and such an organization i believe is very opaque because nobody knows what's happening frankly other than other than you know a lot of aggression in the meeting but nobody really has a clue what is what is the problem and and such organizations it's very easy to beat any competition can beat this organization right right so satya in in our experience uh, you know of our implementations at vector uh, have you seen any organizations where you have turned the face of meetings in the organization and how has that implemented the overall working scenarios yes uh, i would not claim that we have been able to change the culture everywhere hmm. but there are organizations where we have been able to put a grammar which is only lasting in that meeting okay okay so it's like let's create a a small environment where for 3 hours or 2 hours when we are trying to do this problem solving yeah. let's just wear a different hat and 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 you create that small microcosm of of the 2 hour where uh, the culture is a little different right 
and and that is how if you like what what's happening as an outcome of that meeting you get excited and slowly other meetings also become very similar right but that's a long journey by the way so i'm starting a 2 hour 3 hour meeting let's say yeah right and for all the listeners i'm just trying to suggest an experiment for all the listeners and we know that you know this go- this meeting is going to be really really conflicting because people will have their opinions no one's going to agree but i as someone who is a uh, who is invited the meeting want to make sure that you know we come out with a very constructive and a, a decision where we can say that the meeting was really constructive we did not waste time how do you suggest that i open the meeting any few guidelines that you have said should i say them openly that you know let's agree that we will not blame anyone and uh, let's all agree that we will agree to not agree and we will agree to also claim or uh, say that uh, i do not know do i open with those comments or how should i put the context right no so the first is the objective has to be very clear what do we want to really achieve from this meeting right and and many times meetings are started without an objective right and everybody should agree that that's an objective okay and once you agree on the objective right these three things uh, what we talked about is to not blame you can and and there has to be a a kind of um, what do you call as a as a third party who's looking at the grammar of the meeting and if anybody says that you know you are blaming you saying boss you are going against the constitution so please stop blaming so you need somebody to kind of you know the empire immediately remind yeah so the the second is people have to be as i said very skilled in reasoning ah yes reasoning right and and that's the second rule uh, that we talked about so that requires a lot of training that uh, are you using right logic are you using rhetorics or are you just talking from just experience but without a a sound logic right so hmm. your logical reasoning skills has to be really good and which is by the way it's a rare skill hmm. uh, which obviously can be trained so people can be trained around and the third thing is yeah. you say that okay we guys we guys don't know hmm. and reach a conclusion that we don't know because many times you just can't reason out and and reach a conclusion you might find out okay we need to do a small little more data analysis or little test yeah. uh, somewhere to understand and then that agreement yeah that agreement that hey guys we do not know let's take one more step and let's come back and meet again it's also a, a big step forward yeah so you got to say that our meetings will follow these three golden guidelines and it will start with an objective you should be able to uh, manage this much more effectively right lovely and you know by segregating the two types of meetings and by focusing on one type of meeting which is problem solving collaborative problem solving or uh, as japanese call it gemba i think it can really be beneficial and helpful to the organizations and all well a great discussion indeed let me quickly summarize all the elements that we have discussed in the podcast today there are two types of meetings uh, one is the numbers review meeting and the other is the problem solving meeting that we discussed now the first is rather wasteful so organizations should stop doing the number reviews meeting uh in fact number reviews don't need meetings what one really needs is uh, transparent multivariable or leading indicator visibility at a very high frequency preferably daily right this implies that a digital dashboard and clear and common understanding of when the trend lines are out of control is available and uh, managers view these dashboards on a daily basis and call for meeting when they detect an out of range movement which is again a problem solving meeting only Now problem solving meetings the other one the second type can be many and overwhelming if your core processes are not on autopilot so move your core processes to autopilot mode 
these meetings have to have a method of doing it as well and therefore we discussed uh, that there should be three objectives or guiding rules uh, for every meeting that is being held the first is that everyone uses sound reasoning skills second is uh, that no blame is attributed for problems on any uh, individual and agree that it is okay to not know right so as a group the group can agree to say that we do not know and we'll come back and decide and discuss again if we do all the above as satya claims we can reduce the number of uh, the volume of meetings and at the same time make them meaningful and value adding as well i'm sure you all enjoy the discussion as well if you have any questions doubts concerns please shoot it to us on our social media handles or you can write to us on our website as well the link is in the details thank you until next time bye bye